Hello and welcome to the smallest poker game in town. I'm Ray and I'm joined by Valerio. Hi everyone. Now we had a game last night, didn't we Valerio? And it was probably for you like a game of two halves, wasn't it? You want to tell us how the first half went? We had to talk about it? Okay. I think we should. Okay, I the first part was I didn't I didn't have anything. It was just very hard to get good starting hands. And when I, I was getting good and to start, I didn't hit anything in the flop. Also, when I had a, like two diamonds, they were not diamonds in the flop, and no, even a smaller smallest pair, nothing. No, only one time, two, three, four, nothing, nothing. And then I start just losing small amount of chips and then i tried to bluff out uh, you were hitting everything I everything would, yeah. was then i couldn't bluff you out at all although i, I knew that you had good hands i tried anyway it yeah. was no i was trying i realized i was fighting too hard probably when you got mm. hands like this you had to just stay put Calm. So poker's play. not not enough just to get good starting cards. Uh, I mean, we did a podcast yes. about the sort of cards you want to be playing, but you also have to be making hands when the flop comes down and the other cards, so that you can, as we did another podcast about how you get value, and you were failing on both counts, were you? At least something decent, like a small pair, you got something, then you can start a bit. Maybe a straight up bet to see where the other guys are. But you know, you can fold. But you don't have anything. You don't have any straight up betting. You just, you have to be patient. You have to be, okay, fold, fold. You're waiting for when, this is all about variance. No, you're waiting when things are getting better for you. But it's normal that you know, don't get average stuff all the time in the normal hand, what you're expecting. Never is going to be something like this. Sometimes you get nothing, and sometimes you get more than average. And sometimes it's average. But you don't know when it's going to happen, this. It can happen after two, three hands, bad luck hands. Then you start to have a good hands for four. Then other ten, session, ten hands that you don't eat anything. Other, t- other time, 12, 14 sessions, you're very lucky. That's why you have to... It, it's like... Uh, it's like a surfing in a wave. You have to choose the right wave when you when you play. And if you surf the bad wave, that's no good. It's no good for your game. And uh, so I think this is important. A variance is random. Yeah, you if you think about it, our game, we probably play, what, 100 hands in an evening? It's just a hundred hands. Yeah. It, it's, it's only a few hands, really, in the in the general scheme of things. <clears throat> and I think the um, the the issue is you can go through really good spells and you can go through really bad spells. But I mean, it wasn't anything you had done wrong. You, you can't control the cards, can you? Yeah, you cannot control. You got also some bluffing uh, range. You you try, but. You, you, you have to fight also to the variance of your, the other players. And maybe the other players is eating everything. Then you don't have a chance to bluff as well because you are not getting the hands. Uh, your opponent is getting everything. Then this is the worst case scenario when you don't eat anything. 
and the other guys eating everything. I mean, I think we're both chess players and we're used to arriving for a game and you have the same number of pieces as the other guy. There's no difference in that. Whereas in poker, you can go the whole evening and it seems that everybody else has got the good hands and hitting the good flops and you've got nothing. But because it's like this, you have to just slow down accept this, don't get frustrated, wait when the variance is going to be in favor of you and ride the right wave, the big one. Then you I, try like, to yeah. I like the surfing analogy because we've all tried to get on the wrong wave at yeah. times and we wind up crashing and burning and uh, and, and getting getting wounded uh, by the losing big, our The chips. big wave came fluctuating. You don't know when it's coming. And when you get it, you want to, you want to ride the big one, you know? And mm. I think it's good. It's good analogy. I also think, though, that when you have a, a, a tough session, and I think you had to rebuy and you know three di- on three separate occasions because your chip stack kept getting below the, the the starting stack, is that you you kind of can get yourself in this sort of depression of nothing is working, you, you know all the things that in the past have worked for you don't seem to be working, and you start doubting yourself, don't you? Yeah, it looks like uh, I was continuing with the wave analogy. It was like uh, I was going with the rough waves, random that was were hitting me. I was trying to to fight the waves. Uh, the more you fight them, the more you get downing down. And then uh, to do and then the second half was good for me. Mm. The you, waves did, what, got to be. Did you change anything? No, nothing. Just the wave was favorable, and then mm. I was riding it, betting uh, when I had it. Uh, was was not really the flop were not like amazingly good, but were good. You know, it just you, you start getting something, and then you know when you fall, you feel okay because you don't get anything, but you know that you get something. Yeah. You feel more okay. I'm I can. Like, it just thinking about the session, Eva was a little more patient in the first half, waiting, be patient. Then my profits probably would have been better, but you never can say this because everything is connected. Then uh, maybe Eva was more prudent, uh, more careful at the beginning, my variance would be different because also how you did the cards, everything is connected. So how the other players play. I mean, I think yeah. when you see somebody who's struggling, you, you kind of, I, I instinctively think, oh, are they going to push their edges, which they don't have, more than they should do? Uh, can I take advantage of their... Yeah, you got all vultures around you, flying around you and see, <laughs> oh, well, I do, can I, I profit? Yeah. But not only you, everyone. Yeah, I felt I've, like the little uh, piece of meat that everybody were, okay, it's, a, uh, it's the meat, is there. <laughs> you had a big L on your yeah. forehead, you know, and uh, everybody was picking on you. And I think... Um, Hold'em particularly is very much a confidence game. And when you aren't hitting hands or getting even good starting hands, your confidence is low. You you start making, it, it, wait, you can start making incorrect decisions, forcing things a bit more, bluffing when you shouldn't, maybe even folding sometimes because you're sure that they've drawn out on you when they haven't. 
and people take advantage of that. So um, I think what I noticed you do that you did last night though is that on each occasion you rebought, I got the impression you were saying to yourself, "Okay, I'm resetting now. You know, I'm going to try and just carry on the evening." If I lose over the whole session, I'm not. I don't have to get back to even or even yeah. or a profit. And I think that's pretty important, isn't it? And I and I know I I try and I think that's when you've got your own. When we talk about boxes on this podcast a lot, but when you have a box that you're comfortable in and you know those ranges are good, this is the way of playing. I think you if you can reset to that. At least that's the start point. You have to resist the temptation to start lashing out, jumping on the wrong wave, as you say, and, uh, uh, and making things worse, really. Yeah, you don't want to go on tilt. The worst thing is this. Uh, then, okay, bad is the variance, but you are also on tilt with the bad variance is even worse. Yeah, well, that's a recipe for, for disaster, a big yeah. loss, and you know I think we've all experienced that at some point, and you have to recognise that. But I think rebuying and topping your stack up is a way of saying to yourself, "Hey, that's what I started with this evening. I'm back to that now." It was good to when you see, okay, paid off the strategy. I didn't go on tilt. I got. Most of my chips back, not all of them. I made a little loss, but was a normal variance, variance yeah. of your game. But I was like a, in our game, is a ten pounds buy-in. It was more than a buy-in loss. It was eleven pounds loss, and it's quite a big loss for our game. And then making back uh, seven pound and a half in the last hour. Or the session was good. Thinking, okay, I and at that time I could have gone really on tilt and say, you know what, I, I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to be a maniac, you know, <laughs> I'm going to start bluffing. But it's not the right way because you can only if you go against a very strong hands or someone, you start to bluff out. It's not good. Also, there are players in our table are not going to get intimidated. They know that what is your mood. They know that you are in tilt. Then they, they are going to take advantage. It's easy to see a, yeah. a player that is easy. It's just you start playing like aggressively each end, thinking that you you need to to get back your your chips. Yeah, I think the other thing is, obviously, as we have a home game with no rake, it's a zero-sum game. So the fact that you were losing in the first half of the session meant that other players were winning. Equally, when you reset and started winning, some of those started losing. So it, the dynamic is ever-shifting, and you, you kind of have to be sensitive to that. That And how if, if you cope with your downturn in your variation in downturn better than they do, you will win more than them in the long run. I think that's quite an important factor, really. It's not just one session. You know, you just, you got more sessions. It's not just a session, it's a year 
two years or like then if you play optimally all the time optimally doesn't exist mm. at the end also if you try to there is no optimal strategy at the end because as you are in box but uh, you, you you try to be always focused, try your best. I think this is what you can do. Yeah, I and think, learn from. I think that's session. the other this thing is, is if you can take away some some lessons from the from the hand that you've played, yeah. maybe even hands you won, but you could have won more, more perhaps, yeah. or hands you lost where you you could have lost less, less but you still could have lost. And I think it's, you almost have to embrace the variance rather than fight it i think you almost have to expect the variance you have to i also i think when you go through a lean spell is that you, you and you think you've been and i'm very guilty of this i've been very disciplined i can be very disciplined and i'll stick to my opening ranges and i'll i'll get away from hands and i'll fold when somebody bets big into me and i know they have it when i've done all that over a long period of time and I've lost, I get this sense of entitlement. Like, am I not due to win now? Well, who try telling that to a pack of playing cards. He doesn't listen to you, <laughs> you know. Hey, look, why, why are you not going to give me some good cards and winning hands? I've been really good. It's my time now. No, I've been, I've been excellent. I've, been, I've followed all the starting hand ranges and I've done all the things I should do and I've folded my hands and I'm down for the evening or the week or the year or whatever it is. But it's my time now. You deserve it. Come on. Uh, well, that's right. That's that's one of the things we say to people when they win a hand after not winning a hand for a long time. It's like they deserve yeah. it. Well, you don't deserve it. You yeah, really no. don't. Sometimes, yeah, we is when uh, you raise every fold when you've been losing a lot, you just make a profit of three big blinds, and you deserve it. Well done. It's just so but, annoying. You but know? you did have a you you got to tell the listeners about your your aces last night after having. Ah, uh, that fun. was a big balance. Uh, I had the first. I had the two aces with you. I three bet you, and mm. you rightly folded. And then after a while, I had a, a pair of aces. So that's good. I was so I bet I had one of our players played with me and made a quite big profits with the tens. Then, okay, good. But I was not getting any pair. Then a uh, uh, second time I got aces. And then exactly the other, the end after this against aces. You got aces again? Again. Yeah. yeah. I said, oh, what? Really? It's so it, it happened to you to have it two times yeah. in a row. Yeah. It was like, oh, a surprise. You lost both of hands. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me that. Yeah, and then uh, everybody limping, doing this. Okay, a big bet. Everybody folding. So that's fine. The other hand, another hand, nothing. Fold, fold, and then fourth hand against aces, and everybody a lot of limping. Let's bet. Someone is raised. I three bets. Everybody folding. No big profit. But in four hands, I had uh, pocket three aces. times pocket aces. Yeah. So first time. It's remarkable. I don't think yeah. we've had anything quite like Two times in a row is, is hard, but yeah. to have it three in four hands is... Yeah. 
And they have a five in a session, not four in a session. I think it just demonstrates, doesn't it, that the, the cards have no memory. Yeah. They just are a random number generator and out it can come. Yeah. And if you play poker long enough, you'll see everything happen, you know. So, And you think about playing online, you think... Well, this is not possible. Uh, I think that there is a, yeah. <laughs> there is something like in the in the algorithm that shows randomly those cards is wrong, but it's not wrong. It happens. Yeah. The, uh, there is no algorithm there. We shuffle the cards, we, we the, cards, yeah. and then uh, it happens. Sometimes yeah. weird things because you play a lot of hands. Weird things happen. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I try hard to do. I'm not sure I always succeed is when I am having a, a bad run of cards or session is that I don't want to let the other people see that I'm bleeding, you know, I'm hurting from it. I, I don't care. It's just variance. You know, I, I think that uh, is good way I to deal really with it. I really try hard now to do that, but it, or inside it might be hurting, but I don't let people see. Well, one my mistake yesterday was this. I was telling you, oh, you know, you don't know how unlucky I am and this, you don't know, but I shouldn't say because it happens to me, but it happened to everyone. Yeah. Uh, why, why you to give this information that are, you are frustrated? Because it's not happening anything. Yeah. Because you can be everybody can uh, can take advantage of yeah. your frustration. But if you don't show it, and people yeah. are thinking, "Wow, he's very tight." Nick's Ray, Ray is uh, not not reacting to the fact he's had to rebuy a couple of times. He seems just to be carrying on playing. That's that's a scary player to play against. Isn't ah, it? okay, okay. This is not the things I was thinking more like uh, mm. because. I, the reason why I lost many chips because I overplayed bad cards mm. and I was frustrated. That was no good. I, to, I had to be patient. But yeah, I bought it back without caring. Yeah, I, I, I realized I was frustrated. I had to calm down. I had to play the cards. I waited for my time and then I realized that I was a little bit of tilt because I was getting dense. But what I like about you, sometimes when you got the hands, you don't say anything. They look like a knit. But it's not because you're knit. It's just you're not getting anything. Mm -hmm. But you don't say anything. Oh, I, I, I don't get it. But it's good because you don't want to give information. Today, I want to play tight. I'm folding also good hands, but I, I feel like I had to play tight. And then, like, like, like that, you start playing every hand like a maniac. And then, but it's because the variance is in your favor now. Okay, one, two, three, okay, you, 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 you're a maniac. Yeah. Everybody calling you, but you, you got good hands. And then yeah. you I think equally, when you are, you're right, when, you are, when the variance does go in your favor, once... You, you you should treat it the same as it when they, when yeah. it goes against you. You don't want to give information to, no, to the guy. No, I, I think I, I let them guess whether yeah. I'm playing tighter or, or looser or, or I'm getting great cards and yeah. so on. But if you are frustrated, it means, okay, then you play only good cards. You, you give too much information to your opponents. Then yeah. you just keep you, it for yourself. I mean, I had a very sort of solid, low-variance session, but I didn't show my cards to people. They had no real idea whether I was bluffing or whether I was 
just had hitting hands. As yeah. it happened, I was actually hitting a yeah, lot of flops, uh, you, you uh, and you saw that in some of the hands. But a lot of the time, I would bet and take it down uncontested, and people would somehow think I'd... Oh, you say you bluffed also big uh, against Jeff, against Chris? Or? I did, both of them, yeah, I did. Because yeah. it was the artist shot, because they didn't have any... Well, I think the, the positioning was right. Uh, it was just the situation was right. I didn't bluff very much at all last night, but on that situation, I was able to take advantage of what I thought was perceived weakness. And they probably, maybe they just didn't have anything, but neither did I. But um, yeah, then you want to take no chance there to show down. You want to. I didn't think I had there. showdown value, so I thought, well, look, yeah. if I can get them to fold, then I think in one. They case, don't have a showdown value, they don't go to fold. Yeah, result. exactly. Yeah. I don't want to have a random, always good to take it off. It's, it's I think my, it's, it's better. My jack or his king is going to take it off. Yeah, I thought. It's going to be my jack if I black. Yeah. So I think. Um, But I was very selective uh, in what I, how I bluffed people. That was it, really. A lot of the time, I did actually have quite good cards. But I, treat, I tried to treat the good cards just like I treat the bad cards. At the end of the day, you throw them away, they go back into the deck and they get reshuffled and out they come. It's But I think the, the, the idea of treating... You're not defined by a single hand of poker. It doesn't, just because you played it a certain way, it doesn't make you a bad player or doesn't make you a brilliant player. Neither are you defined by a whole session. You know, just because you had a losing session doesn't mean anything. The same thing if you've been playing for several months and you're, you're having a downturn. Doesn't mean I think the analogy with the wave, riding the wave, yeah. is a good analogy. Yeah, well, I think that's good. Yeah, I think it's all. I think we exhausted this topic. And uh, Well, we, we wish all our listeners out there... Um, good luck. Good, good waves. <laughs> <laughs>